on the suspect. But he knew there was no choice. He simply had to know for certain if the news had been divulged. And if he'd ordered the torture of an innocent man, of a loyal agent, the part of him that was already older in spirit than his years realized that, too, was part of the job, as was living with the guilt from his actions. He put such thoughts out of his mind, he had to decide what to do, how to inspect the mysterious sight, and how to get there first. His first urge was to mobilize the fleet, to send every bit of force he could scrape up, but he knew that wasn't possible. A massive operation would destroy whatever secrecy remained. No, he couldn't mount a large expedition. A small group could move faster, maintain tighter secrecy. He wasn't comfortable yet with all the various specialized assets and resources available to the head of Mars Intelligence, but he knew of one, small but also the very best. A secret force, operating under the direct command of the Intelligence Chief, a unit with an unbroken record of success, twenty men and women, warriors, veterans, killers. Red Team Alpha Chapter 1 From the Personal Journal of Alex Vandenberg The scotch had a bite to it as it slid down my throat. I'm not much of a drinker, usually only a glass of wine with dinner, if that, and almost never hard liquor. But a promise is a promise, even when decades have passed, and one made to brothers standing with you in hell is sacrosanct. We swore to each other that night, and I have not missed a single year since then, not one. I am wearing my uniform, as I have every year, even in the near decade since I retired from active duty. The style is much the same as the one I wore on that night so long ago. The jacket just a bit longer, with a wide gray stripe down each side the earlier design lacked. The brightly gleaming, brand-new lieutenant's bars of that evening have been replaced by two platinum stars, older, and I am ashamed to say, far less polished than that young officer's insignia. I was all excitement and dash back then, obsessed with the drive to gain acceptance, to go into battle against the enemy, any enemy, to prove myself, to show I was as good as those who came before me. Now... I am old, and I have seen more death than any man should witness, fought deadly struggles against enough enemies to last a lifetime and more. Now I seek only quiet, peace. But I still remember that mission, every agonizing moment of it, my first and only one with Red Team Alpha. This is the fiftieth toast I have drunk the fifty-first counting the one I made with all my comrades that night. I had to crack open another new bottle to make it, and I am fortunate indeed to have it. I long ago ran out of what we had set aside, and now it is getting difficult, no, damned near impossible to find more. I wouldn't even have this one if Roderick Vance hadn't given it to me. Since the fall, old liquors, like most of the luxuries we once took for granted, are extremely rare and almost beyond price, certainly beyond the means of a retired general's pension. I don't know how Roderick knew, or how long he had been aware of my ritual. It was a secret oath, 
only between the members of the unit, and I certainly never told anyone else, not friends, not my wife, nor my children. But I long ago realized it was pointless trying to understand how the head of Martian intelligence, and now the effective ruler of the Confederation, knew the things he did. Roderick Vance is the most gifted spy I've ever known, save perhaps one whose name I have tried with all my ability, and little success, to forget. I held the cut crystal glass up to the light, admiring the amber liquid for a few seconds, remembering the first toast, the one we all drank together. We were all still alive then, comrades in arms, though my entry into the team hadn't been without its bumpy moments. I'd come to those brave men and women as an unblooded rookie, and to them I seemed a privileged elite, excused from the years of combat and suffering they had endured to gain.